Hello, welcome to the Gay Car Report podcast. I'm your host, Bonnie White. Join me in this podcast as we discuss all things real estate. All right, we're joined here today with President Tim Upchurch for Johnston County Association of Realtors. Thank you for being with us today, Tim. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yes, we're excited to have you at our first official podcast. Oh, that's It's going to be fun. (laughs) (laughs) So today uh, we are going to be talking about Back to Basics. That's one of your initiatives for this year. What made you decide to start this initiative for 2023? Well, we've had a lot of agents, new agents come on board in the last few years, and our market was in a different market than what we've experienced probably over the last 15, 20 years with COVID and um the influx of so many people still needing homes and being able to help them do it. Uh, Our agents were kind of like basically order takers, a lot of them, and they didn't have to go out and find the people they were finding them, which is a great problem to have. Uh, But the situation is now our market has shifted and we see a lot of newer agents saying, well, the phone's not ringing. What do I do? How do I go get that uh, client? How do I get that business? So I think for a lot of our newer agents and really for a lot of our older agents who maybe have forgotten uh, how to go out and prospect, how to go out and build their brand, how to go out and become viable in the market, we just uh, need to give that to our to our membership. Absolutely. I mean, a lot of people were saying that that last year and, and during the COVID times, it was houses were basically selling themselves. And so now we have to go back to basics back to basics. and remember how to sell a house. So what does back to basics look like for you? Well, I think every agent needs to be aware that they are their own little business. They're the uh, CEO of their own business. Um, a lot of agents are relying upon their company or their broker in charge or maybe other agents to give them direction. And that's good. These folks will give you some direction, but you're in charge of your own business. So therefore, it all falls back on leadership and the leadership inside your business is you. So you have to build your business. You have to build your brand. Absolutely. And, and how would you suge- suggest people would start to build their brand? Well, first of all, you have to see what's in the mind of the consumer. What is the buyer and seller looking for? And do they really understand what you do? Uh, A lot of their misconceptions are that, you know, you can't help them with certain homes or with new homes or this home or that home, or you can't help them in the next county. You can only help them locally. So those misconceptions, you have to educate your buyer and seller. Um, And that, you also have to tell them what you do. You have to explain what you do and how that helps them because they're looking at, they're looking for help. Uh, they're looking for a realtor for two reasons, to either help sell or buy a home. And number two, they're looking for a realtor they can trust. And a lot of times we don't give them the reasons to trust us. And so how do we do that? We have to build upon that. We have to build our brand. Uh, I think one of the first things is, um, come up with what you do for your buyer or seller. What what are the things that you can do? And I'm not talking about the physical things or the, the day-to-day things, but, you know, first of all, can you help them save money? And absolutely, you can help them negotiate a contract that would help to save them money, perhaps, or help them with financing that they're unaware of. 
finance, putting in, them in touch with a good financial um, mortgage officer who can help save them money, get them a a uh, perhaps a better deal than they could get on their own by calling a uh, online, getting someone local. Uh, you can reduce the stress that they're going to have. It's very stressful to sell your home. It's one of the top three or four things in our life that happens other than death and death and a divorce that puts stress on people. So how do you help reduce that stress? Tell them how. See, I'm going to reduce that stress. You have to tell people what you're going to do. And there's many ways to make that happen. Uh, how can they get the house? How can they get the house they want? How can they comb through the, um, you know, 20 or 30,000 listings that we have in our market? How can they find that perfect house and how you can go through and help educate them on important things to be looking for and send them lists of homes. Um, how can you get them to close? It's, sometimes it's easy to write a contract, but it may be even easy to get that contract accepted, but how do you get them to close? That's just one half of our job. What our, the other half of our job is to successfully maneuver them through the inspection process uh, and get them through the mortgage process the closing process and on to a successful close and they get the keys at that closing table. They don't know how that works. We do it a lot. So therefore we understand and it's kind of second nature to us, but we need to tell them. And the way you do a lot of this stuff is you produce a list of things you do and maybe a list of things that they maybe have not even thought about. So those are some things that we need to do to start building our brand because your brand is you you're the owner and you're the CEO of your own company. And so how do you do that? And these are some ways to start. So I think the second part of that is how do you stand out in the crowd? Uh, one of the ways is having a consistent uh, look, feel for your brand. And, um, you know, we kind of were getting away a little bit away from business cards, but they're important whether it's a business card or it's your email signature or whether it's a flyer or it's direct mail piece that needs to have consistent marketing on it. Um, it needs to have a picture, you know, myself and my wife, we are a team. And so therefore we always put our pet pictures together, even from the very first days. And of course things have changed in 35 years. Um, and so you have to update those pictures, but when people kind of glance and they see a couple, they can remember, well, I maybe don't remember their name, but I remember these are the guys that are a couple and they can help me. Or So you've got to have a picture, which is pretty commonplace, but that picture has to be consistent. You don't need to change it very often. Now, of course, you change it when you get older. <laughs> if you get gray hair and you go to another color hair, you probably need to be consistent with that. You, I laughed back in the old days. We used to have the uh, glamour shots. Remember those? I sure do. And I would really laugh at seeing some of the uh, realtors come in with glamour shots on their business cards because they look like movie stars. And I'm saying, and they would, I would maybe not know this person. And I would meet them for the first time, and they, and I said, "Man, you do not look like your picture. <laughs> you look like a movie star." That so I think our pictures need to be realistic. Uh, that doesn't mean that we do let someone who's not professional take our picture. We need a professional to take our picture. So a consistent picture. The second thing is the color scheme. Now, mine is red. I'm a Wolfpack fan, so 
Go pack. Yeah, so I always use the red as my background on just about anything and everything I do. So now I've got two things that identify me. I've got a consistent picture. I've got a consistent color. The third thing is my phone number. I've had the same phone number for almost 25 years now. And uh, I had this phone number back in the day when we had Nextel. I'm really telling my age now. But, you know, the old voice to talk. And all the contractors had it. And I lobbied for a really good number. And I got a really good number. But that number needs to be consistent. Okay, it needs to be something that you don't have to, if you can go, you can actually, when you get a new phone, go and ask the folks that are assigning the phone numbers to give you, to give you the list of numbers that are available. They'll tell you that if you ask, there's not going to be an extra charge, but it may take a few moments, a few minutes to get that number that's more of a, a easier number to remember because again, people remember numbers. So now you've got Consistent picture, consistent color, and now you've got a consistent phone number. Uh, one of the last things is your email address. Um, a lot of times we work for different companies, and different companies have their own emails, and that's good. That's wonderful, but honestly, I've probably worked for five different companies in my career, maybe more. And so if you use a company email, uh, I would recommend that you get your own. Mine is Tim at TimUpChurch.com. Go to GoDaddy, one of the other um, providers for URLs, and see what's available. And get something that you can carry with you throughout your career that people don't have to keep remembering. Well, what is your email now? What is it? You know, what's it in the future? And now, now of course, we also have a, a dot .realtor. Yes, and dot real estate. Yes, and those are very important because, it, again, it tells what you have. If I was doing it today, I would go to those sites, which you know you you own after you you purchase it, and I would get my name. Uh, nothing that's cute and funny. I mean, that's okay to have that, and don't want to downplay anybody who has a really cute and funny one. But the thing is, and, and they will remember that. But they need to have name recognition. So whatever you do, get a consistent email that you carry with you throughout your um, your career. Um, the last thing I'll mention is a lot of times different companies uh, will require that your business cards or your email will have their company logo on it. And I'm all for that. You need to promote the company. You're working for them and you need to be out there promoting them. But it does not need to be the most, the largest thing on your email or your your um, uh, direct mails or anything it needs to be in this over there because again you're building your brand and your brand should be uh, Bonnie White Real Estate or Tim Up Church Real Estate. It shouldn't be the others. They will remember your name. They may remember the company, but if they forget your name, they're going to call and they're going to get somebody else at that company. Exactly. So those are some pointers that I would definitely recommend for building a consistency on your brand. Uh, of of starting out in real estate or even just re revamping your real estate brand. That's great. Well, if I could just do a quick plug um, and from taking from everything that you just said, we do, uh, JCAR is offering headshots on March 30th and March 31st. And the company that's coming in are solely for 
real estate agents and doing their professional headshots. Um, so if anybody wants to check it out on the calendar, um, www.jcar.realtor, and you can go and get the um, headshots done here at the JCAR office either March 30th or March 31st. Also, what I took from that is that, you know, you do have to invest in yourself um, and that might be a financial obligation, but you have to invest that money into a brand, into a logo, into your headshots, into a GoDaddy account um, in order to be have that memorable, um, you know, your name, your color, your photo and everything like that. So am I, am I kind of in the right direction oh, on that, that you have to invest? Yeah, you know, 35 years in the business. I still get calls from people I sold houses to uh, in my early years. Mm -hmm. And the reason they do, because they don't have a hard time finding me because I send them consistent information that stays the same. They don't have to search for me. It's there. Of course, I do direct mail pieces to my um, past clients, which is kind of old school. A lot of people say, oh, that's really old school. Well, it works for me, and it's worked for me for a long time. Uh, because people will call me and they will refer me out. So anything that you send people will have this consistent uh, theme, consistent brand that you put on each piece of either direct mail or your email signature or your card or social media. We didn't talk about that. The social media, it's a little harder to do that, but you can, if you have a business site such as Facebook, you can make that consistency there also having the same information, the same things that we talked about, and that's important for people to be able to find you. Um, I would also say that as you're going through this, you've got your brand now, and you hopefully will have some past clients. The next thing to do is to start marketing to those past clients and putting those past clients in the CRM. And what is a CRM? It's the Client Relationship Manager. Um and that's not to say that we only people we put in there are our clients. Uh, it can be anyone, anybody you want to be your manager, uh, to be your client in the future. Uh, people that you come across, and that uh, CRM needs to be. It's like a, it's like a plant. It needs to be fed and watered daily. Well, maybe not daily, but in terms of a plant. But your CRM needs to be uh, have contacts that you put in there. On a daily basis, well, hey, Tim, I don't have all these past clients. What do I do? Well, there's some things you can do. You've got friends, hopefully. And the thing I would tell you to do is to sit down and look in your, you know, your phones, look in, I started to say address. You're going to say Rolodex? I was going to say Rolodex <laughs> or address book because we used to have those. And start, you know, I said something the other day in a class I was teaching. It said, uh, no, think about your daytime and it said, what is a daytimer? <laughs> but back in my day, Franklin Covey daytimers were the thing. I had a big, you know, monster one that was leather bound, but it was my phone. It was, it had everything that my phone now has in it. And whatever that is for you, you need to go and look and get information. It's so easy now to get addresses and phone numbers for people you may not know their name. You can stalk them on Facebook or wherever, and there's lots of different ways, but you need to get a database. You need at least to have 50 to 100 people in your database. Let's say, well, Tim, I just moved here, and all my people are out of town. Well, hey, guess what? They might need real estate in their area. 
And guess what? They call you. You can refer them to somebody in their market and get a referral fee. So never, never uh, dissuade anybody or not put somebody on your uh, uh, in, in your database in your CRM because they're out of town. I've had people call me from Delaware saying, "Hey, uh, I've got friends. I need some help. You know, buying a house. I said, Let me find somebody." And guess what? They did. They also called me and gave me a person down here to help sell their house. So two-way street. Yeah, two-way street. So definitely build that CRM. Uh, if you don't, you know, another way of effectively feeding that CRM is to find a neighborhood, a geographic farm. And I would find something that's close to you. And there's a whole pattern. There's a whole science to getting a CRM, excuse me, to um, a, a geo database, a geographic farm. Um, we maybe won't go into all that detail at this point. We can do that for a later podcast. But getting a 50 to 100, maybe 200 neighborhood that you can go in and effectively be their realtor, uh, the realtor for that neighborhood is, is a, a lot of realtors build their careers on just doing that. Yeah, I, I think it you know goes back to they call the realtors who who are really hands on. They call them boots on the ground, and that takes it to the literal sense. So great. And so when you say that you know the new agent who says that they don't know where to start and everything like that, I, I think that's a perfect time to say you know the most successful real estate agents in the nation had to start somewhere too. So there's that potential and that understanding that, you know, it, it, it's scary to start in the beginning and it's a lot of work, but inevitably it will pay off if you put the time into it. So great. So we have, you know, building your brand, creating the CRM, which is the customer relation management system. Um, what else do you think would be? Well, uh, obviously social media. Social media is a little bit of a, it's a tough one. Because as you probably know, you can put a post out on Facebook and it's not going to go to all your friends. It's going to go to a handful of them possibly. So on Facebook and other social media sites, you know, I would suggest that you build a business site. Because with a business site, you can put business activities on there. You can put listings. And guess what? They don't have to be your listings. Get the permission of someone in your office who has a listing and say, hey, can I advertise this? And most of them will say, yeah, the more the better. You know, please do. Please do it. And, uh, of course, you don't want to say that this is your listing, but you come in and say, hey, this is a new listing in our office or a new listing in this neighborhood. Wow, look at this, and you're posting it. So consistently posting something on your business site will help get you more followers and will help your site push it up in the views of other areas thing that I've learned, though, is you need to take, you have a business site, because if you start putting a lot of business stuff on there, they will not, some of the social medias will not allow you to put it on a business activities on other sites. So the way around that would be to come in and put it on your business site, on Facebook, for example, and then share occasionally, not so much, share occasionally something on your personal site from your business site. But I will tell you, if your personal site is full of listings and, hey, I want your listing, I need to sell your house, that turns a lot of people off. It brings disinterest, I'm sure. They are basically saying, I didn't come here to be sold anything. When they're ready to sell or buy, they'll let you know. 
you just want to make sure that they you're on top of the mind awareness that you're in. When they think of a realtor, they think of you. And there's ways of doing that through direct mail, social media, and such. But your spheres of influence can be your church membership, could be uh, community clubs, could be if you go bowling, if you're a bowler or a golfer. These people that you come in contact with, those are your spheres of influence. So you've got to be very careful because if you really hit them hard with a lot of stuff, it's going to turn them off and say, well, oh, wait, the only reason you're doing this is because you're trying to sell me something. And you know, we've all been there. You know, we've got this new friend and all of a sudden we're getting all this advertisement. You have to tread lightly. You have to tread lightly. But what you have to do is you let them uh, help them understand what you do and how you can help them because they're very disinterested in real estate until one time, until they need it. Mm-hmm. And then they, they say, well, gosh, I need to sell a house or I need to go buy a house because something's changed in my my lifestyle. And wow, what is that realtor that sold me that house five years ago? Can I remember them? And guess what? Stats are that only 25% of the people can remember the name of their realtor who sold them their house three or four years ago. Really? So it does take consistency to get back in front of these people and how do you do that? You do it through direct mail, through social media, uh, even pop buys, stopping by their house in the summertime, getting them uh, an American flag, a little small American flag, and stick it in your yard with your business card. And they're very inexpensive. And for the 4th of July, I know some people who go in their sphere of influence or their geographic farm, and they'll put flags on everybody's house in their yard. Oh, that's a great idea. So there's lots of great ideas to do that. It's a whole other segment that we can talk about and how to build your business there. Yeah. So to do a little pitch for JCAR again, we are having a social media lunch and learn here with Rob Yo, the Mortgage Pro. Good branding right there. Good branding. I'll never forget it. I may not be able to pronounce his last name, <laughs> but I remember Rob Yo, the mortgage pro, who is going to be doing a lunch and learn here at the JCAR office on March 7th awesome. for social media. So that'll be a great one. I think it's great that we have all of these things at the association that can kind of uh, go into a little bit more detail about all the topics that you're bringing up because they're all incredibly important. So I think at this point, uh, we definitely are realizing that we're going to have to have you back to go into a little bit more detail, but leave us with what are your final thoughts on things for those who are brand new, they're nervous, you know, they, they really need that guidance. What would you suggest for them? Well, I would think any new agent needs to lean upon the training that the company they are with gives them. If the company is not giving them training or there is, you know, maybe a lack of some training, Research, go out. There are plenty of stuff on uh, online that will give you good training. Plenty of trainers. And guess what? Most of it is pretty much free. Go to YouTube. Just put training real estate. You'll get a ton of stuff. Uh, and a lot of the stuff they give away. But I would also recommend to get a mentor. And there's probably somebody that brought you into the business, perhaps. If not, get with somebody that you respect in your business, in your office, and just say, hey, would you give me some guidance here? And just ask questions. And by all means, if anyone has any questions of me, they can give me a call or email me or whatever. And I'll be more than happy to give them some pointers. But some ways that they can start getting out there and, and pressing the flesh, as we say it, in uh, kissing babies, as all the politicians <laughs> like to do, 
is go out and go to all of these wonderful free lunches that we have at all these new home sites. They're free, and you get to learn the market. You get to see what's out there. You see what the new market is, the new new home market is. So anytime there's a free luncheon, go to it. Go see what the market's all about. See what the prices of those houses, see what those homes offer. The second thing is uh, hold some open houses. You may not have any listings, but I will tell you that in my office, if we if I have a new listing, anybody in my office can, can <laughs> have it. I do not want to sit at an open house. But if an open house, which is a whole other thing, if it's done properly, you can have uh, a tremendous amount of possibilities of buyers coming into that open house. And you, get, you have to gather their information. And guess what? They go in your CRM and you start marketing to them. You start telling them you're the best thing since sliced bread as a real estate agent. And when it's time, they're obviously looking, may not be for right now, maybe it's down the road. And But you can hook them up with a uh, loan, loan officer and just really help them in, in many different ways. So open houses are good. And there's lots of other different ways that you can start in this business from zero. If we parachuted you into Oshkosh, Wisconsin, and say, okay, make a living as a real estate agent. Some of these same principles I'm talking about here, if you implement them, you can be up and running within a couple of weeks easily. That's great. That's great. Great advice. Well, Tim, we really appreciate you coming in today, and we we greatly appreciate your presidency this year and all the things, all the the um, back to basics and everything that you're bringing to the association and to the Realtors in Johnston County. And uh, we thank you for your time. Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to getting our membership trained and helping our membership in any way we can. Yeah, and we're looking forward to having you back here. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Well, looks like we've wrapped up our first ever podcast here at the J Car Report. We greatly appreciate all who joined us today to listen. And a special thank you to the J Car president, Tim Upchurch, for giving us his time and his industry knowledge. And we hope that everybody joins us again next month as we bring somebody in to continue these conversations about all the happenings in real estate in this forever evolving industry. Again, my name is Bonnie White, and I look forward to next month. And thank you again for listening. Bye bye.